Well, thank you so much, Dr. Stephanie Fletcher Larty. That's how I say it, right? Larty, for, for, for joining me um, for our little chat. And, um, you know, it is amazing. I Well, you know what? I know Jamaicans are everywhere in the world. But you know what? Me never think about Australia at all. <laughs> you are in Australia, along with, a, you know, a whole community of you. Yeah. So, yes, we are here. Yeah. So, I mean, so how, how large is the Jamaican community in Australia? So, look, I was trying to do a bit of research the other day and I kind of got stuck. But in the 2011 census, mm -hmm. um, we, I did get some data from that one. And we had approximately around 1,500 Jamaican born. And another 2,000, about 2,500 children of Jamaican heritage. So approximately mm -hmm. um, four to 5,000 Jamaicans should be here. I think wow. that's a reasonable number now based on since that, that data to now. Yeah. Right, right. Oh, my goodness. And I mean, do you get together with them? <laughs> well, no, we do. We actually do get together occasionally. Okay. We do occasionally. So we've 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 got a Jamaican association here, mm. which I happen to be the president of. Ah, okay. And and there are a few other Jamaican groups, right? And slash Caribbean groups around. Mm -hmm. As you can well imagine, Australia is a very large place. Absolutely. So it's not that easy to just jump on a train or a bus and yeah. catch up with someone. Exactly. However, we have encouraged, um, you know, coming together mm. wherever people are. People yeah. are and, and that happens to some extent, to some extent, maybe on a smaller scale mm. across the different states and territories. But we do have a few other bigger events and some people do come together for those That's larger right. events wow yeah. fabulous so how long have you been in australia i mean yeah and and importantly are you also an australian citizen <laughs> i am i am an australian citizen since 2015 okay. and i arrived in australia in 2009 mm -hmm. i came here as a student i got a scholarship from one of the local universities here yeah. And I came here straight from Jamaica. So I'm one of the real true blue Jamaican boys. Oh, people, you know, nice. With my nice proper, proper patois. Missy. <laughs> That's what I want to hear. <laughs> Indeed, yes. So, I mean, how welcoming are, you know, are the Australians or, the, you know, the native ones to the, to the, Jamaican community. I mean, I know there are problems everywhere and every, you know. I mean, how has how has that experience been for you? Look, for me personally, I haven't had any major challenges assimilating mm -hmm. in Australia. Yes. I mean, apart yes. from the fact that when I just came as a student, I I I I felt like fish out of water. There weren't <laughs> many people from the Caribbean. Yes. Um, there were a few black people there but mainly pretty much Africans yeah. and the random African-American mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. uh, you know so when I just came here it was very isolating for me mm -hmm. and I basically started the hunt for Jamaican people yes. wow. I'm, I'm that kind of person I started to search for people 
Um, but aside from searching for the Jamaican community, mm. the, the Australians who I met were really welcoming, quite okay. inquisitive, very inquisitive about where you're from and okay. really intrigued. Yeah. Um, and for some people, their their geography is not that wonderful, but Jamaica, <laughs> but Jamaica has a very big name, as you would well of imagine. Course. Yes, because we are yes. always punching way above our weight. Yeah, and so yeah. Jamaica is well known for our cricket. So here in Australia, Jamaica has a few things in common. Mm. Um, so like cricket is something that it's a household yes. thing here. Of course, so. Yeah. You know, we have a lot of Jamaicans who have been famous cricketers over the years. Yes. And their names are household names here, you know. Mm. Um, Mike Holden, um, yes. Jimmy, you know, Jimmy Adams and those guys. Everybody know them. Viv Richards and other people from the Caribbean. Yes, of course. They are very well known here. And people mm. will, especially like older folks, if I'm traveling or I'm somewhere and someone is like, hmm, where's that accent from? I'm like, is it Jamaican? <laughs> Yeah, especially the old, more seniors, they will pick up the accent because they said, "Yeah, that accent sounds like," and and it's usually a Michael Holden or one of those yes. guys. They will uh, they'll mention the name, yeah. yeah. But our music, our music is very well known and loved. Of course, and sports like netball is another one that hmm. is pretty big here, and our girls yeah. are pretty much well known. Several of our Jamaican athletes play for Australian teams. Okay. So, yeah, nice. yeah. So, yeah, and of course, you know, with the athletics, you know, we have we have big names, and everybody knows oh, who yes. these people are. Right. Yes. So, make I tell you, anywhere we're there, yeah, yes, we market ourselves, right? It's true, and it's it's kind of comes naturally too, yeah. and and usually these things become like conversation starters. So mm -hmm. the moment someone says, wait a minute, where's that accent from? And I said, Jamaica. And then, you know, the next thing, somebody will either go off on a cricket tangent or this yes. or they say, oh, and they will mention, you know, the famous athletes or whoever it is that is featured yeah. at, at the time. True. Yeah, some yes. good, good conversation starters, yeah. yeah. So you said you're the president of the Jamaica Association. What's it? Is it the Jamaica Association of Australia? The Jamaican the Association of Australia. Okay. And um, so tell me about some of the events or some of the things that you do, you know, among the, the you know, community of Jamaicans to, to kind of, yeah, to kind of keep the culture alive. Yeah, so I think I probably would start off by saying the Jamaican Association of Australia, which turned 10 last year. Okay. Um. So, yes, so we launched on Jamaica's 50th independence. Mm. And one of the impetus for the launching of the association was really to keep the culture alive. Yeah. One, one of the things that we have come up against here mm. is the fact that a lot of because the community is not large, like yeah. some of the other destinations, like in North America and, and um, the UK and so on, mm. people, the, the people who have been here for many, many years and decades, they, I think they have come together for, to form more of a Caribbean mm. um, community. Yeah. So when some of us were um, audacious enough to mention the fact that we wanted to have a Jamaican association, um, it wasn't always that very well received because I think mm -hmm. people thought 
oh, there goes the, the boasty Jamaicans again, always want to be on top and trying yeah, yeah. to make themselves look better than everybody else, you know? True, true. Yeah, anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah. However, a group of us thought that the Jamaican culture needed a, a, a gatekeepers. We needed mm -hmm. it on various mm -hmm. levels. We needed it for ourselves, right. first of yeah. all, for our children. Pe people were worried that we didn't have anything for our children to, mm. to connect with what's happening in the community yes. that identifies as Jamaican. Not just Caribbean or West Indian, but Jamaican. Right. Jamaican specifically, uh, yes. Yeah. So people were concerned about that. And one of the other things was around about our music. People shared stories about people having parties and, and branded it as a Jamaican party, even though there was not even one single Jamaican available. <laughs> present uh -huh. and sometimes these people would misbehave and then okay. you yes. know people call them Jamaicans when okay. actually they weren't mm. so a group of us decided look you know something I think we have such a big name we have we've always punched mm. way above our way mm. it might not be as large as some of the other groups but we believe we have something very precious and we wanted to preserve brand Jamaica so the, the, the association was born yeah. And I was the, I'm the founding president of the association. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, okay. so we've, we've hosted <clears throat> events like generally for independence, especially mm. we've always tried to do something, no matter how small it is. Yes. Um, and as I said, because Australia is such a huge continent, it's sometimes, it's not easy to get everyone together, but okay. oftentimes um, you know, community groups will get together, or somebody will just say, Man, me, me, I run a boat, you know, come on, <laughs> <Come>. yes, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. So it, it might be something impromptu, or it might be like a, a formal arrangement where yes. we say, Okay, we're mm -hmm. hosting it at this place, we're inviting families to come along, and mm -hmm. we usually do um, something similar. Last year, we had a beautiful event where it was Jamaica 16th, 16th. Yes. And last year in particular, we really, and, and since 2021, mm. we've been partnering quite a lot with the Embassy of Jamaica in Japan, which okay. covers Australia oh, and New Zealand. Yes. 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 So we've been working very closely with the Embassy of yes. Jamaica in Japan to host some community-based events. Mm. We had, um, as part of Jamaica 60th, we kicked it off in February last year. Wait, not last year, sorry, the year before. Yeah. We had like an online bashment party. Oh, <laughs> yes. We have some of the top DJs and select Jamaican DJs and selectors. We have some really outstanding ones here. Mm. And we linked up with the embassy and some other international um, <laughs> DJs from Jamaica. And we had a really amazing, Fabulous. like around, it was beautiful <laughs> online, okay. couple hours. Yes. And speed music and it is so beautiful. Yes. And we've had we've had another one where we partnered with the embassy to do a more of community style forum, updating mm. people on like how to buy property, okay. how to apply for a passport, how to connect with some of the, the big organizations like um the registrar general department, yes. how you know, citizenship and immigration style stuff. Mm. Um, those are the main ones I can remember now. Okay, and and, and we've had a few activities like that. We had okay. a beautiful one with um Amelia 
where she told us some of her stories in Patwan. That was just so oh, amazing. Lovely, lovely. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, we've had a few um activities. So the local mm. ones where we have more yeah. family type events, we put on, you know, and, and some of them we do in partnership with the Caribbean um Caribbean Association. Right. So there's a wider Caribbean Association for all the other um islands. Yeah, right? it's a very active one here in Sydney. <clears throat> and there are a few different offshoots across the country okay. as well. Yes. But excellent. we do have like a state <clears throat> representative is in pretty much all the states. Mm. Uh, where we because some of some states we don't have a lot of people. Yes. We have someone course. that we can connect with. Let's say someone is coming from Jamaica, they yeah. need they need some advice about yeah. you know where to find housing or just mm -hmm. meeting somebody at the airport. Like we've done that quite a bit. <laughs> One of the things that I did when I just started was just to meet students. Students oh, who are coming, yes. yeah. they get in touch, and we just rock up at the airport, meet them. Yeah. Oh, you know, nice. It makes a difference. Buy a, yeah, buy a food and just kind of let them know there's someone here in case yes. of anything. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice, nice. So you're an environmental scientist. No, actually, I used to be. Mm -hmm. I used to be an environmental health officer in Jamaica, like a public health inspector. Mm -hmm. uh, but then I started to go into a bit more of the research side of things. Yes. So I, I like to refer to myself now as an epidemiologist. That's really oh, probably the yes. most fitting title for yes. me. Yes. Yeah. 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 So how did how did you get into science? I mean, this kind of science. science. Yeah. What, what, where did the interest come from? Well, that started at home. Um, as yeah. a young girl, I, I as you could, I have a, I I think I was just called to work with people. I think I was yes. born for that. Yes. I think God just wired me <laughs> the right way to be able to connect mm. and. Uh, I'm a passionate person, naturally mm. speaking. Yes. So when I was when I finished high school, I, I had a job at the library because I was kind of figuring out what I wanted to do for a year. And I was working at the library in St. Anne's Bay. And one of the staff members kind of just rocked up to me one day and said, you know, I think you would make a really good public health inspector. <laughs> I was okay. like, really? Why? Yeah, just wow. just like that. Yeah. And it's like, why? Yeah. And, and it's like, your personality, you know, you just kind of have that warmth and um, I think people would connect with you well and you suit, you suit working in a community setting. And he's, and he's like, you know, and you're good at math and science. Yes. Excellent. Yeah, they felt your spirit, girl. They yeah. Spirit. And then lo and behold, one day, you know, we, we were clipping newspaper because we normally look for like anything to, to mm -hmm. file it away. And one of the other colleagues who had been privy to this conversation found an ad for the West Indies School of Public Health. <laughs> and somebody run, carry it, come give me. I say, hey, look here. <laughs> I was I was 17 years old. Yes. Wow. Only 17. Mm. I did not know how to write an application for anything. Yeah. And I I I really give thanks to God for these people. Indeed. She said to me, would you like to apply? And I said, I don't know how to write an application. And she said, don't worry, I'll help you. Nice. And yes. A few yes. months later, my, my mother got the telegram, said they invited me for an interview and the rest is history. And the rest is history. Yes, indeed. <laughs> but you know what? 
it was made for me. I think yeah. I was born for public health. Mm. I went there. It was like, yes, it was just like, yes, yes, yes. I like this. I like that. I, mm. I did very well in my studies. Mm. And I mean, when I graduated, I mean, if you search the archives, you you'll see my history in Jamaica. Yes, I've left a legacy. Excellent. A legacy. Yes, you are where you're supposed to be in every yes. But you're multi-talented. You're also a singer, songwriter. I <clears throat> went on your website and I said, oh, wait a minute. She's a scientist or she's a singer, singer. Beautiful voice. I mean, you. you use that also to spread your Jamaican culture, I would assume. I do. I do. Yes, yes, yeah. Do you yes, write your own songs as well? I yeah. do. I mm. have published around 14 or 15 songs. I write my own songs. All the songs I've published are original songs that I've written. And and I don't play the music, but the composition, I basically guide all of them. Excellent. I usually tell people, I tell people, this is how I want my song to sound. Yes. Yeah. I've, been a, I've been a songwriter since my teens. Mm. I didn't really take it very seriously back then, but I was always getting these inspiration like poems and yes. but I always wrote them like in verses and I've always sung since I was a child growing up in church yeah. I've always sung in the choir um, <laughs> but I really when I got here to be honest Don when I got it when I started my PhD in 2009 as I mentioned earlier it was quite challenging to mm. to adapt at yes. first, you know, being yes. far away from home, I didn't have many friends or any kind of support system. <clears throat> and I was broke most of the time. <laughs> I mean, and I mean, consider I was coming from quite a senior role in Jamaica as a senior yes. environment. Mm. So coming here on a like student stipend, it was a huge adjustment for me. It wasn't too hard because my mother did already teach me how to stretch a dollar and make nine. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you know, it was like literally almost started my life over again. Juting, yes. Yeah. So as part of that process, you know, I I, I experienced things that, that were uncomfortable. Mm. Like one time I got sick and I, I went to the hospital. I worked in the health system my entire adult life in yeah. Jamaica. I've never had to like worry about healthcare. Mm. I had my blue cross and all those things. Yeah. And then one day I was sick and I went to the hospital and they told me they couldn't see me <laughs> because the health system, the health system works differently here. Not that yes, Australia has a great health system, one of the best in the world. Mm. But for, as a student, that was a whole different story. Okay. Um, mm. And I didn't understand the health system at all. Mm. So no, so instead of me going to like a GP, which is primary care here, I went to the hospital because that's what I was familiar with. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And then they told me that, yes, I did have, um, I had private health insurance, but it just didn't work the way I thought it would. Right. And yeah. I just, it was just so overwhelming and a lot of few other things yeah, coupled cool. together. I started to feel so overwhelmed and depressed and sorry for myself <laughs> and, um, you know, so in that period of time, I my creative skills just were amplified. True. I yes. just started to write songs. I started to express everything I was feeling in words. So um, I would just write a song. I would be doing my homework and a song would just drop it on my spirit and I would lovely. stop and write it down. Lovely. I would be walking on the street and the inspiration would, I would I'd be on the bus just and something, yeah. you know. Yeah, so mm -hmm. my first song that I released, which is called Don't Give Up, is a reggae song. 
and I chose to do it in reggae because I wanted my first song to represent me as a Jamaican. Yes, yes, nice. Um, and I was on the bus going to work the day, and to be honest, I was so overwhelmed. Just everything just popped down that morning, mm -hmm. and I was—I just really heard a still small voice speaking to yes. me. Don't give up, you know. You have to finish this journey, mm -hmm. and and that's what the the song is about, you know, sharing what that, that inspiration that I I received that morning about mm -hmm. not giving up, finishing the journey that I started. Yes. And, you know, that no matter what the obstacle was, I was meant to be on that journey. And if I would be true and, and remain steadfast, that I would finish and finish well. Nice. So, yeah. Yes. That, that true Jamaican spirit. True Jamaican <laughs> spirit. <laughs> now, um, last question. So, where in Jamaica are you from? <clears throat> and, hey. and how often do you go home, madam? <laughs> <laughs> I am from the Garden Parish. I'm from a place, I'm from the largest community in, in St. Anne. It's called Bamboo. Okay. Anne. Yes, yes. Just a little bit in, um, south of St. Anne's Bay, up the hill. And, I yeah. grew up in, in Clayground in Bamboo, and I went to St. Hilda's High School. St. Hilda's. Brown, okay. St. Hilda's in Brown yes, Sound. Yes, yes, of course. And I, as a student, I, I used to go back a bit more often because then it was just me and... I didn't have to worry too much about anything. And mm -hmm. normally I would tack on my trip on to like a conference. I used to do quite a few international okay. conferences, yeah. Yeah. Share, showcasing my PhD work. Um, and I always, you know, did one like literally every year yeah. somewhere in America. And then I would go home for a week or so. Mm. Yeah. I, the last trip was five years ago. Um, so I'm pretty much due Yes, yes, I'm overdue. You know. Oh, yes. wonderful. I mean, you know what? You are an inspiration, a true Jamaican inspiration. And yeah, I mean, we're all over the world and we are tenacious, and you have yes. that spirit. Yeah, for sure. I wanted to add something. Just recently, I was elected as the regional representative for the Asia and the Pacific region on ah. the Global Jamaica Diaspora Council. So I represent oh. the council in this region, the yes. largest region in the whole <laughs> world, basically, wow. okay. because I cover all of Asia and the Pacific. Right. And I have three embassies, the one in China, the one in Japan, which covers my region, and mm. the one in India. So I basically have about 20 something countries that I support as the Jamaica diaspora council representative. Oh, wow. Well, that is impressive. That is impressive. Yes. And you are flying the flag for all of us, all our way about the place, right? <laughs> with great pride, with oh. great, great pride. Yes. I absolutely enjoy Every opportunity I get to talk about Jamaica and to share, you mm. know, whether it's a song, I I I love the folk song and and yes. I do my little I do my little I do my little Louise Bennett thing when we're ready to you know listen. I mean, I'm putting you under pressure, but give me a, a one line from one of your songs. Oh, <laughs> uh, one of my songs. Hmm. All right, here we go. When the pressures of life get you down and you're tempted to give up and turn around 
and you question yourself, will it be worth it? For it's been a long journey to where you are. Don't give up, my child, don't give up. Finish the journey you have started, don't give up. Let his word be a lamp unto your feet. And his word be a light unto your path. Oh, my God, that was amazing. Thank you so much. That is a beautiful musical note to end on. 